Okay, welcome, Chiropractic United Podcast, January 22nd, 2013. Thank you very much. We are beginning the new year. Sorry we're a little late, gang. Late starters, but you know what? We have a fantastic surprise for you. We have a guest speaker tonight. <laughs> yeah, guest speaker. Who is that, Fred? Uh, I forget what's his name again. <laughs> He's some guy but, in like a new clinic or something. Yeah, something like that. You'll hear from him. But uh, it's our mystery guest. However, we also have another big surprise. We are on video. Ding, 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 ding. So you can see how good looking we really aren't. Yeah. The Italian faction going on, Parentelli Di Domenico from uh, Posture Co. and Elite Coaching. And ding, 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 ding. Our guest speaker, Dr. Dee <laughs> Harrison from the infamous internationally known chiropractic biophysics. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Given the I love you signs. Yeah, well, welcome, Deed. Hey, thanks, guys. You, you know, the only problem with this video is I can't pick my nose and stuff like that when I'm on this thing. No. So uh, this is going to be kind of fun. I'm going to have to keep my hands down on my legs here real quick. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to forget and do it anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all, it's all good. You know, and I'm trying to correct my head translation here so nobody sees it while they're watching, you know. Well, is it, yeah, I was going to say something funny, but I'll leave that for later. Right. Well, you know, it's great to be back. I know we've taken a little bit of a break, and I think everybody out there has been anticipating this. But, hey, you know what? Life comes at you quick and fast, and you got to kind of roll with the punches. And, you know, I know everybody's been busy. Uh, for me, it was uh, launching this new health center, the Ideal Spine Health Center here in Eagle, Idaho. It, you know, a big, big project, a little bit of a headache, but it came together nicely and very fast. You know, we opened at the end of October of last year and uh we're we're up and rolling and running we're doing fantastic and uh you know it's not just me it's uh, my partners uh, my wife dr shirlene uh dr joe betts here in uh eagle boise idaho and then dr todd uh todd pickman came up with his wife and we partnered up in, in this facility and we're also using fred as a coach you know fred is our uh, chiropractic uh, consultant and coach uh there's only there's only one person that doesn't use Fred. That's uh, me because I, I I know everything already, and uh, you know that's a bit of a problem. But I'm actually not in the practice uh, working on people, so that's my excuse. So yeah, so Fred systems work even when there's a doctor that doesn't want to be a part of it sometimes when he's not there, huh? Yeah, and you yeah. don't like told what to do anyway, so that's another story. <laughs> well, well, you know, Fred, if he was there, he would have to be told what to do, right? Uh oh. Yeah, and, and you know what? I am. I'm in the facility right now. You're seeing the, the back of the conference room with the screen behind me, and I want you to know I actually, you know, I'm doing well. I I'm uh, I got two patients from out of town to come see me, and when people talk about, hey, they, they struggle to, to get these people to commit, you know what? When, when you're the, the only place that truly has an answer for them, they can tell. Yeah. They know it, and you know it, and you know, at the end of the day, they're going to pay you your fee because you're worth it. They know it. They need help. Um, we just got our second uh, out-of-town visitor and, you know, using common sense ideas about, you know, what to say to somebody over the Internet and using some of Fred's concepts and, and ideas and just telling the truth about what their spine condition is. Uh, we've, we've got our first international patient right now. He's from Sweden. and. Wow. Uh, He's doing great. Actually, he's, uh, if he listens to this, uh, he, he's doing amazing. He's, uh, from Lebanon originally and he works in Sweden and he was having some, some issues and he's at our facility right now. He came over. So we've got our first international person at the Ideal Spine Health Center. Not bad for a brand new clinic. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. You know, it, it's like one of those things. It's the field of dreams. Uh, it's Deed's dream and, uh, I built it. So they better come. Yeah, well, I think people need at some point in time to check out your your videos on this clinic or, you know, better yet, to get out to a seminar. We got a seminar this weekend coming up because I was truly blown away when I came out. And sitting right behind you, behind that glass, is how many uh, power plates do you got back behind there? Uh, right, now we've, right now we've got eight power plates, the brand new model that came out this last summer, uh, the Power Plate Pro 7s. We've got suspension training with the TRX and the human trainers back there, and it's just a full-blown uh, fitness and rehabilitation facility. They're awesome. 
Wow, that's awesome. Not to mention sitting to, I, I guess it would be your left side, would be the whole side of the clinic. Cause you're in the Doctors Institute right now, correct? Yeah, I'm in the conference center, uh, which is great. It's, uh, it's very sound effective. So if I sound echoey, it's simply because of the way this place was designed. I actually don't even need a mic in here, and it's a, you know, a 2,000 to 2,500 square foot room. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Wow. So what, what's new there? Uh, you got, you got patients going, you started this new vision. Tell everybody, uh, you know, about it. And we're going to have seminars out of, uh, there as well, too. Yeah. You know, the problem is, and you guys know this, Fred and Joe, it, it's tough when you're the weekend warrior. You're traveling around the country and the world and, and you're trying to teach people. And I know, Fred, you run into this. I mean, how, how do you actually teach people proper systems and procedures when you're actually not in an office? So you do your best in a hotel conference center, but it's really a, a much better scenario to have a functional office where you can go out and do these trainings and you physically are in the exam room or you physically give a tour of a facility for Dr. Fred with your trainings that you do. And it's the same thing with CBP. It, it's very hard to teach true CBP technique out of a hotel conference room. And part of that is all the equipment that's needed. And, and the other part is you just don't have the feel of what a CBP office really looks like. So people, you know, they don't get it. They don't go, well, you know, how am I going to use this equipment and what do I need and on and on, you know. So it's just it's a much better scenario to have this. And that was really the vision and purpose behind build, building this uh, facility here in Eagle, Idaho. And, and then it really the other purpose was to have a true, you know, place that CBP could call home from a treatment facility. You know, we got the top doctors around in our area and, you know, we all know what we're doing. We can manage multiple types of conditions and cases. We've got all the equipment plus, you know, more than we would actually need. We just, you know, we've got it all here under one roof. So we've got a true patient health center as well as a proper doctor institute training center. And that that's really what it was all about. Nice. Well, it is a fabulous facility. And, uh, you know, just like what you said, Dean, it's, you know, to teach CBP in a hotel is just a fraction of the complete comprehension of what it actually takes. So, so that's awesome. But not only that, uh, great opportunity for Todd and Joe and uh, really the whole team to be able to make such a tremendous impact on the general public. You know, to create that center is creating so much more than just a clinical setting for doctors to train, but to be able to have the opportunity to market the technique to the general public, you know, just like that guy in Sweden. I'm sure that that one source will bring multiple international referrals and, uh, you know, it's really an icon for changing and advancing spinal rehabilitation around the world. Now that you have a physical location, your ability to educate the general public uh, just became, just expanded almost logarithmically there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, you're absolutely right. And, you know, the other part is it's a, this was a huge risk to set up this kind of facility because we, we actually started with like 12 to 14 staff members. And, you know, so the overhead involved in this kind of thing is just outrageous. And it was, you know, it's quite scary. But, you know, when you have, uh, you know, a vision and a purpose based in strong passion and, and in reality, truth, not just belief, you, you know, you know, you're going to do it. And, you know, the cool thing is we didn't cut any corners like the conference room. If, if the doctors don't want to come out just to see the place, the conference center chairs are amazing. Yeah, I have to say awesome. they are. You know, yeah, they're, they're, I've got uh, 60 chairs in here and they're like $180 chairs. I love it. I'm sitting in it right now, kind of rocking back and forth. They're awesome. So don't come out for the information. Just come out to sit in my chair. <laughs> yeah. And you, you actually, what I was impressed is you actually have, uh, you know, the ability to nicely have a internet connection, but you have power supply for all the docs with laptops when they sit down. Which yeah. Is, yeah. I was going to say, which is, you know, so much different than, you know, in a hotel setting. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, people like you, Joe, with your iPhones and iPads and your tech junkies, I mean, you, you yeah. need multiple outlets. And, and so what we did is at every table, there's outlets right on the floor that we, you know, put right into the concrete floor and they come up through the carpet. So, I mean, it truly is a state-of-the-art conference center. We can play sound, a double sound system in the conference room. We've got double screens on each side of the room. So the presenter is right in the middle and he's not, or he or she's not blocking, right. you know, the view of the screen like I am right now. I just happen to be sitting at one of the tables. Uh, but this would, you know, wouldn't be the view from the, the attendees. I'd be, you know, certainly in the middle of the room. But uh, it's just awesome. It's, it's great. Great. So what, what, since, you know, Fred, we have this, this top researcher, our guest speaker, uh, Dean, maybe we should ask if he's seen any, uh, cause people are constantly asking you and I, well, A, we should have a podcast again, but B, you know, where's the research, Deed Harrison? What's new in the world of research? Is there anything that you want to bring us, Deed? Something new and notable? Yeah. You know, I've got something, but let me, let me push that back for a second. Oh, he's holding out, Fred. Already he's yeah, holding out. I want to say one more thing about the conferences coming up. You know, the thing is, every everybody out there listening, I, I need you to come to you know th this facility here in Eagle, Idaho. You know, everybody's dependent on me, and everybody means the CDP team that we support. Uh, you know, Dr. Fred DiDomenico, Dr. Joe Ferrantelli. You're just two of them, but all the equipment vendors and everything that that helped me put this facility together. Um, they're taking a risk with me too because they're like, hey, Deed, you know, the hotel seminars are successful. Don't, don't yeah. do this, you know. So people out there listening, hey, it's, we, we got the same information but a better facility and a better way to train you. And what we're doing is we're adding uh, four hours of, of hands-on training to every seminar if you'll show up Friday evening. And I know some of you can't make it to Boise, Idaho on Friday evening, but – from 4 p.m. till, you know, hopefully 8 p.m., but probably more like 9 or 10, the way things yeah. go. Uh, we'll be doing some practical demonstrations on different things. We'll have different speakers coming in and doing just some really cool things Friday evening. And then, of course, we're, we're doing the main CBP seminars at the facility. And, you know, Boise is a small international airport, but extremely easy to get in and out of. That's why I chose it. it it's so functional. It's it's ridiculous. It's not a headache to travel in and out of here. And then there's a hotel shuttle that goes from the Boise uh, International Airport uh, down to the Eagle, Idaho, which is a 20-minute ride. And right in the same complex where my facility is, there's a, a hit Hilton Hotel, and it's a three-and-a-half-star hotel. It's really nice. It's right on the river. It's very cheap rates. So everything's right there. And you can either walk a half a mile from the hotel to my facility or if you're really lazy and you won't get off your ass, then what you can do is you can take a shuttle half a mile. And, of course, that's what Don Meyer would do if he listens to oh, this yes. circular traction. He's complaining how far <laughs> it is. It's like, Don, it's a half a mile. Oh, oh gosh, that's that's hilarious. Well, you know, the, it's it's pretty amazing there, Deed. Um and I know this whole podcast isn't about, you know, your your facility, but it it truly is remarkable. I mean, I'm really excited to have, you know, my chiropractor, besides Deed, you're my chiropractor, but also Dr. Pete Lope is coming out, um, I think, Thursday, uh, and then Friday, we he's going to have some hands-on, um, you know, and this is a rare opportunity. I mean, to actually have real equipment, you know, at the facility and actually have a full-on high-end digital x-ray um you know there with i mean your x-ray system is just uh, amazing which i have to give props to you know dicom solutions and dr matt grippy uh for doing such a great job at your facility i mean you have what you have two buckies on your system and you can tilt them and do everything with you and it's on a track and it it's amazing because i mean that's the hardest thing when we teach x-ray setup positioning um and we never the doctors really never get a full-on training on it. And, you know, I feel the calls every day um, with training posture users is, Doc, how do you shoot this modified Ferguson again? How do you take this nasium? And now we're actually going to be able to do real x-rays and real setups in a real facility. I mean, they're going to really learn some things, and I'm excited about going to it. Plus, I get to get a little more adjustments in uh, because it's hard when you're isolated so much. And I don't want to hear anybody say that they can't make it out there because right now – you know, I have two locations. My my headquarters is in 
Tampa, Florida, and then our, our, our second home here is in New Jersey. So I'm on the East Coast flying. So I don't want to hear about, oh, it's so far from the East Coast. You're complaining to the wrong person because I'm out there, I'm flying out there, and even if it wasn't something that I was actually teaching, I would be happy to do it. And I drove, what, 18? When, indeed, when we used to travel from Life uh, East, our, our group, we used to travel up to Boston, what, 18-hour drives to go to a conference. You know, back yeah. in the day. So, if you really want this this information, you'll you'll get out there. Yeah, and you know, in reality, I'm already being asked by overseas chiropractors to run week long courses for overseas doctors. So, you know, for example, I'm going to do one uh, later in the year for Australian chiropractors. If you know, 12 to 15 Australian chiropractors are w- willing to travel here from Australia and spend a week to get personalized training like this then people in the United States can suck it up and stop being so egocentric about where they are and get their butts out to this facility. It will be an amazing experience. I guarantee it. It's way better than sitting in a hotel conference center and being trained. Everything's here. Like oh, said. Yeah. yeah, we got our camaraderie, too. Everybody hangs out and gets to know each other after the actual seminar, too, which is, you know, it doesn't really happen when you have a seminar in Las Vegas, as much as I love Las Vegas. Although I have to say one seminar that, you know, we can never do without is the Park City, Utah seminar, which, of course, you know, we are doing a scoliosis seminar, but, you know, Dr. Fred Domenico will be giving lessons on how to ski black diamonds. Right, Fred? <laughs> Hey, well, you are a pretty great student because you went from uh, practically the bunny runs to Black Diamond Mogul. So, you know, hey, hopefully uh, my chiropractic coaching is that effective. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, and, and that's it, too. I mean, we've got some great upcoming seminars. And anybody out there listening to this uh, podcast, if you don't come out to the, the uh, Park City Ski with Scoliosis and, and uh, Continuing Education Credits, it's February, I think it's uh, what, Joe, nineteenth. Yeah, you would you would put me on the spot. Um, yeah. I have to look at my my schedule. or something. Yeah, because yeah, it's twenty second February twenty second through the twenty fourth, and if there's not enough people, Joe has to pay for the entire function because he's the one that makes me do this every year. Yes, I am. I am because you know, growing up in Florida, we don't get much snow. Um, but, uh, we're getting our share up here in New Jersey, but, uh, it's still, you don't get to ski very close by. Um, right. it'd be more like ice skating very close by. Um, but, uh, anyway, so you teased us a little bit about this, this research. Are you ready to give in on that or is, uh, Freddie's holding out? Yeah, not, not yet. Here's the thing. I mean, with, with the scoliosis conference coming up in Park City, I want everybody to know we got some great new stuff on scoliosis. Uh, number one. We, we are launching the Scully Roll, that's Scully Roll from Denarol. Uh, my colleagues Jeb McAvaney and Adrian Denewald over in Australia uh, designed this with some input from me, of course. And we, we uh, launched this product. It's going to be available for shipping in two weeks, but we're, we're going to show it and have it there at the uh, Park City Seminar. We're going to show you how we uh, select patients uh, for this. It's not for everybody, but... Certain types of scoliosis we found respond pretty darn well to the scoli roll. Uh, we do stress x-rays with it. And uh, we're going to show you the new Denarol 3D traction table where we can use the scoli roll in addition to other things on this table and apply physical straps and loads down. And just as a teaser, you know, I posted some information on the uh, Chiropractic Biophysics uh, CBP Facebook page and CBP Facebook group. If you guys aren't on the, the CBP Facebook group, get get on there. There's some great stuff that always goes round and round between cases and, and different concepts uh, between the doctors. And, of course, also there's some fun heckling and some ribbon going on, too. It's kind of entertaining. For the most part, it's educational, too, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that's what, what we really have going on in Park City. Awesome. Nice. Well, I'm fired up about it because we're skiing Snowbird, Deer Valley, and Park City, and the seminar will be great, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. Fred and I will actually show up at some point well, in time. Well, Fred, for you, I mean, what are, what are you going to bring uh, and talk about in, in your session at the Park City Seminar? I mean, the, the theme is obviously scoliosis, so 
I know that you've got some insights for that with working uh, with doctors and, you know, how, how you get these people to understand it's not a, a simple, quick fix, right? Well, I think one of the main things when you're dealing with scoliosis, obviously the clinical portion is so technical and you guys both know that, uh, you know, scoliosis, man, you have to be exact or you make people worse. I mean, you don't get the right combination. So obviously you're going to provide that expertise. We, you also know that with scoliosis patients, the value of the service, the level of service that you deliver has such high value. And, you know, scoliosis patients are different. They already come in with high value. It's much more than a, than a back pain or a headache patient. But uh, when you look at the level of service that you provide, you deserve to get paid. So how do you create that value and communication and really help people understand the true detrimental effects that a scoliosis has on someone's health? I mean, that is an urgent condition. How do you create urgency and help them really understand that scoliosis is devastating on a spinal cord and health. And these people do not typically have the same health and same, uh, you know, they have far more advanced conditions, chronic pain, all kinds of things that are, that are far beyond back pain. And what, you know, how do you, how do you create that value? I know we have, uh, there's many elite clients that specialize in scoliosis. These guys are getting twelve to twenty thousand dollar prepays, but the thing is, they can deliver the service. Yep. So number one, you got to have it clinically, and number two, know how to communicate in a way that you can get paid for what you're worth. You know, have the clinical confidence. Number one, and number two, have your system set up so that uh, people understand what what the effects are on their health, and that this is urgent. It's not right. something you can wait on. Yep. Yeah, and, and, you know, just to clarify out there, I love it when Fred throws out these numbers because they could be a shock factor, right, for everybody. They're like, whoa, 12 to 20 grand. But you know what? That's, you know, over the life of this case, it's not a three-month case. It's a six-month if you're lucky, and it's a, it's a year in other cases. And, you know, when you start to look at that type of care that we provide over that length of time, yeah, that's what it comes out to be. And it's still a lot damn cheaper than going and having the surgery for it. And especially in some of the more complex cases where there's, you know, pretty serious risks in uh, the, these conditions. And, of, of course, there are times that there's true surgical indications and we need to have a consult, maybe refer out for sure. Uh, and, you know, some chiropractors out there don't like to hear that. But that's the truth of the matter. Yeah, and we'll be going, I'm sure we're going to be reviewing some of those cases, too, where, uh, surgical intervention was ultimately had to occur, but the surgeons complimented that how that was one of the best corrections that they had ever seen, and it basically attributed everything to the CBP structural based care uh, that was done, you know, prior to it because they'd never gotten uh, changes like that. So, you know, we can't save every case because obviously a limitation of matter, like we all know, and uh, you know. The, our chiropractic pioneers before us knew that, but you know, darn it, we're going to try and do, you know do the best. There's so many cases that when I was in full time practice too that I saw that you know we're going under the knife that we're surgical you know in the surgeon's eyes, but we're just something simple. And sometimes they were even postural types of uh, scoliosis that would respond just with postural types of movements and weren't even a real scoliosis. So. You know, there's there's kids that are getting affected by just uh, misinformation, disinformation about what good chiropractic care can do using rehabilitative methods. You know, so, uh, you know, I urge you guys to come out. If you've never seen it before or if it's been a long time, I was on a, a call today and uh, a doctor was saying that he reviewed some of my um, training videos on posture. And it, it happened to be not on scoliosis but uh, instability. And he said, wow, you know, it's been six years since I've been to, uh, you know, any of your classes. And. You know, you were talking about stuff that I'd never heard about. And that's something that you should remember is that we're constantly evolving. And that's why I wanted to stay a part of uh, CBP was because we, when we find out something new, we basically try to implement it and find out how effective those things are. We change and add to CBP. It's not just static and it's not the way that it was in the 1980s. Um, so, 
you know, definitely come on out with that. And I know Fred has a lot of experience with that because you deal with a lot of doctors that, you know, that you coach. And you only take care of, or I should say, you only coach doctors that are interested in structural-based care. Isn't that right, Fred? Yeah, and, you know, the whole thing of Elite and CBP and all the connections and relationships that you've built, Deed, you know, uh, first of all, from my own experience, you know, you're very selective with who you choose. I know with just our relationship, I mean, this this took years to nurture, and you've watched your father create relationships where people have taken advantage of them. So you've been very selective to know that the people that you're involved with, you can trust 110%. They're loyal, and it's a great family. And we're all common to one purpose, and that is, you know, we have a lot of listeners on this podcast. Some do spinal correction and some don't. You know, and one of the things, I'm kind of deviating a little bit, but it's interesting because I've had a couple of people call that are thinking on going to spinal correction. I always talk about CBP. And, you know, some of their question is, do you really see health problems get better? And, and I, I, you know, it's fascinating because, like, do you understand the principle of chiropractic? You know, I mean, I, I try not to. You know, that's the sad part is, is we get that question. And the sad part isn't the fact that the question is asked. The sad part is that we were never taught. Yeah. Now we say, you know, I, I came out of school doing Gonstead and definitely saw some miraculous changes with that. But then when you get into consistent curve correction, the, the, you watch people's health totally transform. So if you're following these podcasts, I believe we have a responsibility to take chiropractic to another level. And that's really the purpose and vision, indeed. That's why you created that clinic, was to raise the competence of the average chiropractor out there to show them how to really do it, to be able to establish an icon clinic so the general public can see the potential of what CBP and curve correction does. And then all the relationships that you're involved with have the vision of transforming the profession to raise the competence of the average chiropractor out there to really develop a consistent message. So finally, after reckon 117 years or however, you know, I didn't do the math on that, but however many years it is, we can have consistency in the profession that really delivers the principle of what began this great profession. And in my opinion, and I know, you know, this was the vision this clinic, I believe, is the entity that can create that. Yeah, and, and one thing I want to uh, expound on that you said, Fred, is that um, a lot of people have some misinformation about what CBP technique is all about. And one thing I can say, if anybody's out there listening, is that you don't have to throw away anything that you've learned. This is the rehabilitative portion of it. And so continue what you're doing. You can add bits and pieces and then fully go into it as you see fit, as you learn more. You don't have to buy 11,000 square foot facility like uh, Dr. D just did and, you know, have a huge uh, facility right off the bat. But you can implement little bits and pieces and you'd be surprised. We have so many doctors. I mean, Deed, your, your main treating doctor there is a Gonstead practitioner, correct? Yeah, and, yeah, it is. And, and so these these work together. We're, you know, we're long past all the, the technique wars and all this type of stuff that, oh, my gosh, you're an activator doctor or, oh, my gosh, you're, you know, this type of doctor or you just do this or you just do this. I think they would be really surprised if they saw a, a CBP office in full swing that, you know, you don't – if there's certain things that you get some, some clinical results in, great. We don't, you don't have to throw that away, but we can add to it. And that's what, what CBP brings to. Yeah, and, and that's really it. But don't let me kid you. There, there's some debate and shit going on between <laughs> me and Gonstead. You know? I was trying to be politically and, correct because of and, uh, Todd being there. Right, and I mean that in the nicest way. Anybody out there that, that knows passionate chiropractors, we're going to have some fun debates. And I love debates. And, and, and at the end of the day, it's respecting each other and, and what you actually bring to the table. And, you know, Todd is a is a great Gonstead practitioner. It's PDA all the way, and then he he about nice. you know, yeah he about peels over when he watches me do the old side posture crunch. You know he's like, "Deed, was that specific?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it was specific to the entire lumbar spine." Yeah. And <laughs> so you know it's it's fun, but at the at the end we we meet together when we do CBP corrective care because. Uh, reverse postural adjusting called mirror image adjusting 
is the, the core that connects us. You know, Todd can do Gonstead, I can do Diversified, but we're still going to both correct a right head translation yep. or a forward head translation or a left posterior pelvic rotation with CBP technique in the same manner. We're either going to do it on the drop table or the instrument. So it, it ties us together very nicely, and it's fine. The best chiropractors out there uh, from the adjusting side of it are, are supposed to have egos. They're supposed to think that their way is the only way. And I'm okay with that from the segmental adjusting styles, great. But when it comes to corrective care, I'm not okay with it all works because it doesn't. Right. And you, you test it and look at are you getting 90 to 95% of the cases that you work on, are you getting them to correct in all their areas? Then I will say, okay, yeah, it all works. But until that time, you better step up and start doing some corrective care procedures and specifically CBP technique. Well, yeah, they don't, most doctors would just remember the one case or two cases that they did something on and got a great change. It happened to take a post x-ray. But if you survey many of the practitioners out there, they don't take post x-rays because they know they don't want to be responsible because the spine didn't change or God forbid it got worse. So as in, in our, our methods, you know, when I was in practice, I was surprised when a person actually, um, did go through care, if, if they followed everything that we said, um, then I was surprised when we didn't get a correction of some, some magnitude. And usually it was a fun cases because these are cases that have been everywhere. They've been to so many different chiropractors. They were built in control studies uh, of themselves. I mean, like the, the whiplash case that, that I published it with uh, UD in, in 2000, whatever, 2003, 2004, you know, that, that had such good you know, clinical control of itself because the guy had been everywhere, well-documented with traditional physical therapy, diversified, uh, every type of electrical modality, exercise this, exercise that. And the only thing that we changed was we added CBP technique and got these world-sweeping changes, you know. And I'm the first to admit that we don't have all the answers, but darn it, we have a lot of answers that a lot of people don't have, and we're always on a quest to find out what else um, we can find out to you know, speed up these recoveries and improve these subluxations because we are a true subluxation technique. Hey, hey, Joe, I just want to know what in the heck a world sweeping change is. Well, yeah, if you look back in that JMPT article, you could see his posture really changed and it swept the world internationally. Do you realize yeah. I'm still getting – I am getting – getting comments from from people that think that i'm this big researcher because i i was the author on on a, a case study right on whiplash it was kind of it's kind of amusing on that yeah World well, sweeping. Th this is a, a, a kind of comment and question case for fred and it's just to go back to you know dr todd with being a gonstead practitioner and and being able to do cbp you know, we're, we're slowly posting some of our cases that we're getting now in corrective care results on the CBP uh, Facebook group and occasionally on the Ideal Spine Health Center Facebook page, which is my facility here. But we just had one uh, that we took this week, a, a pre and post case, and it was really a full spine case. And Todd brought it to me and he, he said, hey, you know, I'm a little disappointed. And I'm like, what do you mean? We got like a 18 to 20 degree change in the lumbar curve. Uh, the thoracic curve increased when it was flattened out, and it was it was awesome. The translation changed by like 38 millimeters in the sagittal plane. Uh, the anterior head translation improved, and the head flexion improved, but the neck curve didn't quite change as much as Todd was hoping for. And so, you know, at first I was like, well, that's because you did PDA adjustments. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but no, and all kidding aside, that, that wasn't it. It's just, you know, when you're dealing with a complex full spine case, when you see every region change, there's always going to be one area that didn't quite change enough. And, and that has to do with the fact that, you know, number one, there's always an area that's slower to change. Uh, number two, you're doing so much with the person that, hey, it's hard to make e each region come back to within normal limits in 36 visits. I'm like, come on, give me a break. And and then, you know, Todd says, well, what do I do now? And I said, well, I think you need to talk with Fred. And number one, Todd, if the person came in with the x-ray that they have now after 36 visits in their neck, what would you tell them? Mm -hmm. Are you asking me? 
Well, yeah, that's kind of my question for you now. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if that was a rhetorical question. Yeah, a little bit yeah, of both. I mean, from a clinical perspective, dude, you already said it. I mean, you made such massive changes that that also, you know, you change the spine in steps and in stages. So it's not everything is going to happen all at once. I mean, that that's not even, I don't even believe that's understanding true biomechanics. It's like there, there are, there's just like there's phases of care, there's steps in the evolution of changing curves. Would you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, when you get big postural shifts that to me getting right, you know, when you look at postural coupling patterns and things, you know, you fix the posture and, you know, sometimes the posture fix the curves or sometimes you have to work on the curves. But as long as you align the spine posturally, then you can work on the curves. You know, so you have to determine what's the bigger problem. So you get rid of the bigger problems first and then work on and then you can work on some of the smaller problems. I, I don't you know, if you if you create a postural shift of 38 millimeters. That's freaking massive. It's okay if you need to work on a curve after that. Yeah. Yeah. But is. to work on a curve without changing a postural pattern, that that doesn't seem to be the right order. Would you agree? Yeah. Joe, you wanted to say something? No, I was just going to say I must have just made a donation to CPP nonprofit for my uh, cell phone going off. Right. Yeah, I think so. $100 donation from Dr. Joe Ferentelli. And you, you know what else? And and don't, you know, Todd, Dr. Todd Pickman's probably going to listen to this as I say his name over and over again. Uh, you know, he he's new to, he, he is new to true CVP corrective care. And so his questions are very valid. And it, a lot of people out there are new to this corrective care too. And so one of the things he, he said to me, he said, and we all fall back on this, Fred. Every time a doctor says, well, the patient's asymptomatic now, so what do I tell them? And I'm like, well, you tell them that, great, you're asymptomatic now, but there's a reason that you're, you came in in pain in the first place, and we don't want these things to come back. So even though you're asymptomatic now, that, that is irrelevant on whether or not you have a spine subluxation in your neck still. So it's still got to be fixed. That's like saying, well, you know, I know you got this big tumor in your abdomen and it's metastatic, but you're asymptomatic. So let's go ahead and just leave it there. Yeah. Watchful waiting like a scoliosis. Yeah. Well, you know, that's where I always refer. I continually refer to your biomechanics seminar deed because we, your dad went over the different postures and the physical stresses to the spinal cord. And, you know, you begin to realize this whole bone on nerve stuff is really, you know, I mean, that's one type of subluxation. But in reality, when you're looking at gross structural curve distortions, it's all spinal cord stuff. Like, who cares if it hurts? Is the spinal cord under tension? Is it compressed? Is it being sheared? Is it torsion? I mean, which physical forces are on the cord? Because that's energy from the brain and the organs, man. So who cares what you experience. The principle is truth. And that's where by the principle, believe it 110%, the principle works 10 out of 10 times, only question the application. So if you're talking about symptoms, then clearly the application isn't, isn't serving the patient to its maximum benefit. And I, I have to say, D2, you're, you're really lucky to have him there because I, I tell you, in such a short amount of time since he came to our first seminar, which is it like a year ago or two years ago that he went to the first like Park City seminar? The guy's changes that he has done in his office before yours has been literally amazing to see compared to seasoned doctors that have been out 25 years, half of that doing what your dad taught them. This guy is, is learned and followed us around like a groupie across the country when people say they don't want to fly somewhere. And he knows this stuff inside and out. So... You know, it's it's good to always show that even when you know this material, you, you you still need to talk to your friends and, you know, get ideas and get reminded about what, you know, you have to get wrap your head around it like Dr. Fred says or like what, what you say because you lose sight sometimes when you don't have friends to lean on, you know. And I can say that uh, that's a fa fabulous change. I can't wait to see that on uh, the Facebook page soon. 
yeah, you know, and don't get me wrong, uh, you know, Todd's an amazing chiropractor. He's great. Patients love him. And we, he's got this little autistic boy, um, and he, he's got a Down syndrome boy. And, uh, you know, he just connects with these kids. Amazing. This kid loves being adjusted. It's awesome. Todd's a great chiropractor. He's amazing. He just, you know, it's just my job to kind of guide him and, and, uh, and say, hey, you know, we need to still do corrective care. And you did awesome on, on this part of the spine, but, you know, the neck we've got to work on more. And you can't release the patient unless it, it's their choice. I mean, right. you know, of course, the patient can decide to release themselves. But uh, as the doctor, you've got to be honest with them from what you know. Right. And, you know, we know that a, a buckled neck curve, an abnormal cervical curve, is is a problem. It may not cause pain now, but what's it going to do five to ten years from now? You know, there's consequences to this stuff. It's like, you know, I'm I'm fat and lazy today. I feel great. My I have no cardiac disease. Well, great. Let's keep doing that for ten years and and let's see how you do. Yeah, you know, and. Uh... It, it, with the with these people, the doctors out there that are listening to this for the first time, you know they they might say, "Well, oh my gosh, uh, you know that you're exceeding guidelines of this or not." When the research is behind everything that you do, and you clinically document everything that you do, and you have outcome measures for everything that you do, you know, and it's showing uh, stage progress and improvement, there is nothing better than what we offer, and you're giving a person their life back, which is what chiropractic is all about. Yeah. Well, thing I, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, Fred. Oh, well, one thing I want to comment on. I mean, Deed, you're you're right. And then when you say five to ten years, you know, when you watch a spine degenerate, when in reality, you know, what you never want to say to a patient is five to ten years because what you just tell them, you got five to ten years to wait. Yes, it's right. That's a degenerative process. But but spinal cord's under tension right now, yeah. like. Some people may not live five or ten years because they're, you know, their freaking heart blows up, or they have cancer, or they have some disease, or autoimmune, or whatever it is, because the spinal cord is not working. So everything is happening right now. You know what I mean? So uh, you're right in the fact that you know the spine will degenerate. It's going to progressively get worse. What may be tolerable today will be intolerable in five to ten years. But in reality. That condition today could have an asymptomatic patient that gets up from the breakfast table and keels over the next day. And if you don't believe that, then you need to read the research and do your homework. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's that's absolutely it, too. And I, I think you're right, Fred, and thank you for repositioning that, that comment of mine. And I think really what I was kind of getting at, though, too, just to defend my, my ignorance, <laughs> right. is uh, is that in five to 10 years, it, it's going to be too late. I mean, by the yeah. time that, that stuff shows up, it, oftentimes it's too late. Why, why wait? When, it, when is a good time to put off your health? You know, it never is a, a good time to put off your health. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do things that are going to make me healthy now because I want to be, you know, unhealthy for the next five to 10 years and I'll wait for a crisis. That, that's not being proactive at all. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, and also real quick, I just want to give a couple marketing tips out there, and I'll let you guys comment on it too so we don't just uh, verbally abuse people here on this podcast. And I'll get to the research at the end. But I, I want to just tell people what I've learned in this new facility so far in the last two and a half months. Um, we're now seeing about 240 patient visits a week. Uh, and, you know, we just started end of October, November, so we're doing great. Uh, and how did, how did we do that? Well, one of the things that we did was we hired an, a, a marketing consultant person. And she's, a, you know, somebody that has a marketing background. She understood chiropractic. She, she understood our style of chiropractic. We trained her on that. And then we got her to go out there and spread the word about our facility. And I, I just did a, a last week, I did a, a lay lecture to one of the top uh, independent surgical groups here in our area. And I'm not going to name them because I don't think that's right for them. But we, we did a, a presentation for them. And I went in and did a focused 20 to 25 minute research presentation just on the cervical spine on what we did. 
uh, and CBP chiropractors, I'll probably make that presentation available to you if you come to a couple seminars, no problem. But, you know, she makes this connection, and then I go in there and I say, hey, look, here's who I am, here's what we do, here's how we're, we're unique. So she's out there marketing our facility and marketing corrective chiropractic care. I have one tomorrow with a, a very uh, significantly sized attorney firm that does personal injury claims, and I'm going to be talking about Joe, the whiplash case that we published in JMPT in 2005. Um, you know, I'm going to go in there and talk to them, just 20 to 30 minutes, bullet points on what are the key outcomes in, in personal injury cases that conservative care chiropractors like us look at. And we'll go into posture and x-ray as well as, as, as part of that cascade of, of problems. And we'll show the research and evidence. And then we'll end with a couple case reports. And, you know, I've got, I've got big events coming up where this woman's out there marketing our facility. So, you know, through her and, and through CBP, we've been able to do some great community outreach, lay lectures, and, and getting out there. And, you know, for people listening, you, you might say, well, I can't afford that. Well, at the end of the day, it costs me right now $3,000 a month, plus we bonus her based on, on what she sets up. And I can guarantee you, Fred, you'll, you'll comment on that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, focus, intention, laser sharp focus and marketing. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, the main thing is there's so many people that, that have PR people. And they bring people in. And I think this is this is one of the most common things I hear is there's really not a shortage of new patients. I mean, there's a few people that don't get a lot of patients. But the majority of chiropractors out there get a decent amount of patients. But when you look at how many patients they process versus how many people stick and what their P PVA is, the problem isn't new patients, it's PVA. Yep. So you got a great marketing person. She's very dynamic, very charismatic. And then when you come in, you want to be able, if you're going to put the effort out there and you're going to pay a PR person, make sure you have the communication that can take people from, you know, either I'm a shopper, uh, you know, I come in with a group on or whatever these things are or whatever they're pushing, massages or whatever it is, and have the ability to change their perspective, see the value of, of a full spine program and understand the effect of their health and find their emotional hooks, man. Tell people they deserve to live a healthy life, and uh, and then and then those efforts uh, become far more rewarded, and then have communication systems that turns one into three, <clears throat> and that's what Todd's good at. He can he can close them, and um, you know inspire people. He can get the value that uh, of the service you're delivering, and he and he knows how to get referrals. Yeah. Well, if I could add one thing about the, the marketing, as you guys know, too, um, when I was in practice, I had the fortunate opportunity of hiring my old boss from Little Caesars Pizza when we were kids. Um, that was actually one of the top marketing guys and now is with me. If you guys call about our Posture Screen mobile app or Posture 8, X-Ray EMR, you speak to Tim. Well, Tim taught me a lot of things, and when he was – he built some very, very large medical clinics and MRI centers – and when he came to me, we'd always been friends, and he I'm not kidding, he was my boss. But when he came to me um, later on when I was actually a chiropractor, he said, you know what, if I ever get the chance, you're one of the few chiropractors in the Tampa Bay area that I could truly market because you are, to steal Fred's phrase, unique and different, and I have something to market. Whereas that I just can't go to work for any chiropractor because you have something tangible that I can show we get we get results that I never see anywhere else, and so it's easy for me to walk into any situation and know that we have the best thing out there. So if you're hiring a marketing person, there's numerous things that you can do, but the number one thing is you got to have something. You have to have something to give this marketing person, and to me, that was CBP technique, and if it wasn't for uh, Deed's father, Don, you know, I wouldn't have had that opportunity to be marketable, if that makes any sense. So. You have to get out there and, and be different as far as and get results with with your clinical efficacy. Uh, just you know, be out there and be real and learn how to communicate to patients. And then your marketing person is going to have something to uh, tell others about. Amen. Hey uh, guys, because we're approaching an hour, and I want to do the research oh, article. Oh, now he wants to do the research. This could have been a five-minute podcast, but you held out. 
Right. So do you have anything else you, you, before I get into that, you know, Fred, do you have upcoming events aside from Park City Seminar? Do you have anything going on that the docs need to maybe check out? Yeah, I think the most important thing, Deed, is at your facility, March, April, Boot Camp 1, Boot Camp 2. We got Day 1, Day 2, and Retention Boot Camps, March, April. So it's, uh, you know, applying the communication in the clinical setting. So that'll be the only series this year that we do in your office, Deed. And uh, that'll be a phenomenal experience for doctors to be able to couple the communication with the clinical setting and uh, teach you how to inspire people, how to want to change their life right now with a full spinal corrective program. And what's the date on that? Oh man, you're asking me hard questions. I don't know, it's like March, I don't know, 15th to 17th and April something something, third weekend, you know, I don't know, 16 to 18th. Go to your website. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, go to the website. Yeah. Okay, and Joe, anything uh, they they need to check out? You know, I, Joe, here's what they need to check out with you. I'm sorry, I'm going to speak for you. <laughs> okay, but go ahead. You can chime in. People don't realize how many updates Joe does all the time with uh, the Posture Ray X-ray software and with Posture Screen Mobile. I mean, there's always new features, and, and people don't even know about them. So you no. guys, if you're using those products, get on Joe's website, look at the new features, uh, the the new uh, the big one is the uh, posture uh, posture screen exercise app. So now, Joe, yeah. go ahead. Oh well, thanks for the setup there, uh, the impromptu. Yeah, I mean, it, what's what's funny is we just went to Parker and we were in Las Vegas, and all these thousands of chiropractors coming up that are using the app, right? They're using it every day in their clinic. They're they're marketing, doing spinal screenings everywhere. They're like they have like five iPads, right? And I said, so how's the exercise going? They're like, what are you talking about? I go, what do you mean, what am I talking about? There's a button here that says exercises. Did you know that if they have a left head translation, you can give them a right head translation exercise, and the patient will actually get streaming video on how to do that exercise via web exercises? And it, the look of just, like, sheer amazement when we show them, they're like, that's been in the app for how long now? And, yeah, yeah and you know what it is is that we get locked in our own little world, and, you know, we don't realize until we go to a seminar and it's funny that, you know, I feel bad when I go to a seminar and say, I feel like I'm doing a sales pitch here, here, and here. But you'd be surprised that there's, there's like 20 docs in the room that come up to me and say, oh, my gosh, I didn't know Posture Ray did this. I didn't know that we could do stress exams now on Posture Ray and have a different report for their, their X-ray findings. I didn't know that we could, you know, do these different labelings on, on, on Posture Screen Mobile or the exercises. And something, just so you guys know, I'm giving full warning now, so if you guys act surprised at a, a seminar, we have full uh, motion capture video and analysis coming out. So if you're a functional doc, if you like to watch a, a patient walk in orthotics, if you like to video your, your people on TRX or, you know, on, you know, using rock tape or using anything, you can, you can use this app now to do their static postures, their dynamic uh, uh, assessments as well. If it's like, if you're like Deed and a, a great golfer, you can do golf swing analysis now too, as well as doing a normal CBP posture analysis. So these tools are there. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of times the doctors, the staff is just using it and they do the updates and the doctor doesn't, you know, pick up the iPad because their staff is so well trained. I have to blame, uh, blame Fred because he trains staffs too well. That's what it all boils down to. But, um, you know, when the doctors look at it, they're like, wow, I didn't know this. I want to be able to get them uh, doing this. So the exercise thing is a big, big, huge asset. And here's the biggie. You'll be able to prescribe dental traction. Um, so we're starting with the cervical, and of course, I, I flew all the way out to Boise to video uh, yours truly sitting up there, our guest speaker, talking your patient through on how to get on and off the dental, what it means, so they, they place it the correct way, so that way when they're not in your office, they can refer back to real streaming video anywhere, anytime, I have to say always in the palm of their hand with their smartphone. So it's really cool, a lot of things good coming out, and you know that's enough of my little, my little story, but I'm excited about it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to get to the uh, research article of the week, then, uh, if that's cool, right? Yeah, since we could have got to it in the first five minutes, but. Right. Well, who wants to do that, man? That's no fun, yeah, right? Yeah, at 57 the research minutes. research article in, right? of the quarter, you mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, that's the, the problem. So, you know, this one, 
I, I posted on the, the CBP uh, Facebook group, and then I, I had uh, Artivon, uh from My Chiropractic write up a, a, an actual marketing post based on this on uh, my uh, my health center website and or Facebook page, as well as link to my website. I think everybody out there should go to my health center website or Facebook page, sorry, and see what they did. If you go to Ideal Spine Health Center on Facebook, you'll see th this particular article from a, a marketing point of view. And I'll tell you what, people really, really liked it. Uh, the patients liked it. A lot of shares are made, and you can share it to your Facebook page and your group too and get people to understand what's going on. So, I mean, the cool thing is it's a peer-reviewed paper. It came out in 2009. It's out of the journal Orthopedics by Torg, T-O-R-G, uh, first initial is J. Uh, and this is really a literature review over several hundred cases. Uh, actually, I think it's more uh, than several hundred cases. Let me just find the, the study abstract here uh, really quickly. It's, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 1,200 uh, cervical spine injuries documented by the NFL. So that, that's what Torg reviewed, an analysis of, of these cervical spine injuries. And one of the, the interesting things that he's going through is uh, problems in terms of complications for return to athletic play after a cervical spine injury. And specifically in this particular paper, if you, if you go to table two in this 2009 uh, publication out of the journal Orthopedics by Torg, and it's the uh, September issue, I believe, uh, table two in there, he has... Uh, relative and absolute and no contraindications for return to return to play and one of the the contraindications is what he calls a uh, spear tackler spine and so spear tackler spine is really the issue of you know tackling head first into another player or even you know landing head first can can do this too but really it's when a defensive player comes right at the offensive player in a head first manner and hits them with their head, boom. And so they call that spear tackler spine. Well, it causes buckling of the neck. And so he's got this listed as a complicating uh, cascade of, of conditions that will cause uh, or will lead to an absolute contraindication for return to play. And so let me just read you what uh, spear tackler spine is. It's developmental cervical spine stenosis with persistent straightening or reversal of the normal cervical curve. That's the key one from our point of view. And then it's also got pre-existing uh, post-traumatic radiographic abnormalities of the cervical spine. Joe, you know, posture ray uh, picks up these things. He's talking about more than a, an 11 degree relative rotation angle or more than a 3.5 millimeter translation if you read his paper. So it's pre-existing uh, radiographic abnormalities, and then a history of prior uh, root or uh, cord neuropraxia. Like you know, when you get smacked in the spear tackler spine, boom, you get you know a partial uh, paralysis, and and you get shooting pains down the arms sometimes, etc. Uh, in in these cases of spear tackling, but it, it's interesting that uh, a persistent uh, straightening or reversal of the normal cervical curve is part of this cascade of, of uh, problems that lead to an absolute contraindication. So it's one of these things. It's the urgency, Fred, that you brought up. Well, from this particular article, we know that spear tackling causes buckling of the cervical curve. And, boy, if you, if you get that injury and then you continue playing, let's say you get that when you're in high school. You continue in high school. You continue playing in college, and, and if you're lucky enough to get into the NFL – Man, now you've got a, a problem with your neck curve. You might get de degenerative stenosis. And then if you get another spear tackling injury, boom, you're going to have cord and nerve compromise, and you might not return to play. You know? So that's the article of, of the week. And, you know, you put that into perspective for the patient's point of view. A athletes care about their performance. It, it's, it's linked to not just their paycheck, but – you know, it's obviously their, their livelihood all around. It's who they are, at least for the time that they're playing sports. But it, it also can be related to the general population that has a loss of the cervical curve, too. If an athlete needs, need, needs one to prevent injury, complex injury during play, then a patient needs one, too.
Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that, that should be part of their screening process with the coaches. They need to go all have uh, cervical x-rays done, at least at, at a good chiropractor. Yeah, amen, and, and that leads to corrective care. I mean, people need to take this to uh, their uh, collegiate teams, their high school teams, uh, and if they're lucky enough to be able to get with uh, professional teams, they bring this article and, and talk about it and say, hey, you know what, maybe you don't, the, the player doesn't have all the, the uh, issues with spear tackling, uh, uh, you know, or the spear tackler's spine, but they got the loss or reversal of the cervical curve which is part of the problem, and let's let's do something about this and stop it from getting worse. So just ch- just check it out, uh, see what we wrote about uh, this particular article on my Facebook page, or go directly to uh, my website, idealspinehealthcenter.com or idealspinehealth.com. I'm sorry, and you can look up uh, underneath the about tab at the top and go to articles. You'll see that particular article, and you're welcome to share it around. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for yeah. sharing that with us, Steve. All right, so so Fred, I think uh, do you think we'll have our guest speaker back for uh, uh, another soon podcast? What do you think? I think uh, you did a good job. We should keep him. What do you think? I think I think we're fully engaged. Uh, the every the every week schedule was a little bit rough, but uh, I think we'll make a commitment to be back in a, in a two weeks. Absolutely, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and hopefully, we're going to see some of you guys out soon too. Uh, obviously, by the time this podcast gets out, it's after the seminar um, this weekend, but hopefully a lot of you guys are going to come out to Park City because it's going to be a fun time, and we're going to have some good clinical information. Yeah, check us out. And, you know, real quick, just to let everybody know, we're going to have uh, some new guest speakers this, this year, and uh, we're, we're going to have Rock Tape on. We're going to have Allison Evans from Rock Tape. Uh, we're going to have a, a new nutritional company on. Uh, it's going to talk about some weight loss things and, and some nutraceuticals and, and uh, the list goes on and on. And I know you guys have some ideas of who wants to come out and uh, join us on these podcasts. Yeah, and, and, and it wasn't by, you know, I was just sitting here. I just happened to have a rock tape shirt on. It wasn't a setup with that either. I just happened right. to be uh, wearing this too. Allison's and uh, Greg's going to love me on that, but it, it had nothing to do with it. I just happened to be wearing the shirt today. Right on. All right, gang. All right. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks. All right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.